Hey friends, it's Moms Meet World. So happy you found us or you're coming back to visit. So grateful there's so many of you now. So happy and grateful for that. Um, if you want to contact me, we now have a page, like a I'm so technologically not savvy, but it's a it's a an internet web page, momsmeetworld.com. And there's there are ways to either leave a review or contact me if you have an idea for a show or you just have a comment or whatever you'd like. Momsmeetworld.com is where you can find us. So our mission is to strengthen home and family. And the idea is that the family is the smallest building block of society. So if we strengthen that, we can incrementally strengthen the world, right? So thanks for being here and being on this mission with us. And our special guests today are going to talk about marriage and especially about their marriage, which is multiple decades. Uh, these are my in-laws and they're going to start with how they met. We're going to jump right in and then they'll go into things that have helped their marriage. So here we go. Guys would line up above the stream that went little t- tiny stream that flowed through the school, and I saw this one young lady approaching to jump across. And uh, she raised her skirt up slightly, and I whistled at her, <laughs> and that was that was my first contact. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And the uh, one of her friends said. I was I was kind of a I was kind of a big shot in the high school. Sure. Actually, actually, he was the student body president. Student body president. <laughs> so you're student body president. Okay, and so you're a little bit older than she is, maybe a couple of years. Yes. Okay. Okay. So when she jumped across the ditch, I whistled. Yeah. And one of her friends said, "Tommy Bell just whistled at you. Just that's you a know. big deal." And yeah. You know, and that that was it. Now, you know how what she this day and age when I tell that story. Yeah. Her message was, "Tommy, who?" <laughs> <laughs> and we we've, we've had we have had we dated through we dated through high school, uh, and I occasionally went with other people. Uh, it was a Sadie Hawkins Day dance, mm-hmm. and she decided she would ask me. Oh. And that and that did it. My mother bet me twenty five dollars that I wouldn't dare. Yeah, she. So she paid twenty five dollars. <laughs> okay, so where is that in this in the story? The Sadie Hawkins dance was like the first year that you knew each other, or the second year? Or? Uh, I probably was a freshman by then. A yeah. freshman. Okay. So, and after that dance, you were more connected. Back together again. You're well, back we, together. We had okay. we had uh, that was before the lava thing. I don't know. We would do, a, in the spring of the year, we had two outdoor swimming pools heated in lava hot springs. Very, very famous. Uh, now it's uh, the, about uh, 20 miles away from... Yeah, and it, and it was it was a vacation place. Right, and a healing place for a yeah, lot of people. So, yeah, so uh, I caught her in the swim pool. <laughs> and we along, you know, back our backs to the, and I, and we, I stayed there, uh-huh. and till the bus came and she oh, went home, and so then that, that and that started. That's so sweet. No, you, I didn't get on the bus to go home. I oh, that's home right. That's right. My buddy and I had a mm. car. Right. 
and we talked her into going home with us. Okay, so you got to know. And so, uh, yeah. her her advisor was my neighbor at a home that was close to a set of cabins where most of the teachers coming in for a year or two were yeah. there. And she, I mean, we were in my basketball court shooting baskets, and she came over and really gave me the business. <laughs> what was her name? I don't uh, Anyway. But it worked so, out. Well, what was it about this guy, Jody, that, that drew you to him, that made you think, oh, maybe I am sort of interested in him? What, did, what, was, what was that? Well, he was very good looking, and he was mm-hmm. older than I was. I was in the eighth grade, and you were a sophomore, yeah. right? And I hadn't had a lot of experience. I mean, I'd had mm-hmm. boyfriends, young boyfriends, but mm-hmm. not uh, two years older than I was. Uh, right. a, a, they were there in their car. Right, And right. so when he invited me to go home and ride with them, I did and didn't get on the bus. <laughs> sure. You, yeah, you never but, had anyone serious. So I got, in her, got, I got her in <laughs> trouble. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. But then you got to know him better. And what were some qualities that you liked about him? Oh, he was, I think at that time you were the student body president. And so he had a very, he had a good reputation. And leadership. He was very good looking. Yeah. And he was much more experienced. (laughs) Yeah. And he's athletic. Because I was in eighth grade. Right, right. But But no, you were, it was the day after you weren't in the eighth grade. It was summer. <laughs> it's the last That's day of last him. day of school of eighth grade. This, this is our honeymoon. Oh, okay. So for my listeners, I'm being shown honeymoon pictures. This is very fun. Oh, look at those fish. Cute. So cute. What a sweet family that you have. Oh, this is these are beautiful. Those, those are, yeah. Okay. Well, I think people would love to know what you two think after how many years of marriage? Sixty years. Something like that? Is it 60 now? 65, 66 maybe. It's even more, 66 years. Okay, that's a long time. And you two are incredibly sharp for being married 66 years. And I've known you for about half of that time as your daughter-in-law. And I just, I think of you as incredibly well-matched and uh, very compatible in terms of um, you complement each other well. And you get along really well. I've never seen you guys have a, a big fight. I mean, you just really have figured out and dialed into what it takes to help yeah. a marriage endure and endure in a healthy way. Now, so have, what are your secrets or your we thoughts? Have four, we have four kids. Each one of our children are different and special. You know, in our late 60s. Our uh, 80s. 80s. <laughs> they still he's cheating <laughs> they still uh, they still love you still yeah. love us and still get after us you know uh, especially Wagner so I'm trying to relate this to marriage so let's say you were having a moment maybe you weren't getting along perfectly well your children would get after you and say hey why well, don't you if go? they see us they see us <laughs> arguing yeah you know or so sometimes it's not even you. serious right right yeah you banter <laughs> but, a lot but, it, but they they understand they understand our relationship. I, yeah. I think that's the way to say it. Yeah. Like Tom especially understands our relationship. Yeah. All of them do. Yeah. Yeah. So they're helpful. And we get, uh, you know, we have, there was not a, almost not a day goes by, you know. Right. So that gives you a feeling of um, support yeah. and love as Absolutely. you go through your marriage. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of pillars of a great marriage, 
Loyalty. Is that important? Yes. Okay. Very. And so you've been incredibly loyal to each other, right? Right. Um, what about how do you handle when you, when you're in a situation where you have some conflict, what's a good way to handle? What is, what is some advice for newly married couples? How do you handle conflict? Make sure you uh, address it. Right. Find out why it happened. Apologize and kiss and make up. Yeah. That's it. That's that's, (laughs) it. Is that about it? Yeah. We have we have a good physical relationship. Yeah. We have a good. Okay, listeners, that's important to know in your late eighties. Good physical relationship. (laughs) Yeah, they'll be. So that's really important. And you've been for a long time. Yeah, and you've been flirting all those sixty-six years. So when Tom and I come over, I often see you just flirting your heads off, which is adorable. And I think that's part of it too. Like you've kept that young energy, that romantic feeling. She has supported me in all of my positions. And I remember when I was, uh, we, uh, I was appointed the president of the University of Idaho. She was the first lady. And she played, she didn't like to do that, didn't want to do that. But she was excellent. And and the the help, she had four helpers for the house. Mm -hmm. And we entertained almost Weekly with senators and congressmen, governors, and and uh, she would just face up to that. And there's one picture that I have in my mind every single day of my life, almost. And I'm out with a big group on the lawn. It's a homecoming time. Right. I'm out dealing with this big group of people. She comes out of the door of my office across the, the quad, out across the grass, and. Uh, I and and jumps in and takes takes over and goes and does know. it and I and that that was so important for me. Oh, you know. that's so sweet. All right, I need to comment here because I was a little fly on the wall at that time, and I I saw that too. But I also know you, my darling Jody, and you. That's not something you were naturally drawn to. This was a total sacrifice. It was really hard for you to be on display and and have to. Um, do the meet and greet when you're naturally, you'd much rather curl up with a book and a cozy fire and a, and a, and a bunch of your family members. So you did that for him. What was your, any thoughts on that? Any? Yes. Hmm. For me, it was very difficult mm-hmm. because like you said, Mary, I wasn't born to that. Right. <laughs> Little girl from Income, Idaho that never had, you know, that kind of experience, but mm. I'm a quick learner. And I had gone to college by then. I had graduated from college. I had a lot of experience with different situations. And so I think I, I learned pretty quickly. Yeah. And well, the uh, problem was, one of the things was that people that came there were used to having alcoholic beverages. And when we got there, we didn't have alcoholic beverages. We, you know... Gave them a lot of other nice things and good food and good drinks and things, but not booze. And so it was interesting because the night afterwards, after our first uh, entertainment, when we went out the next morning, there was bottles all over the grass outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean people had brought their own? Yeah. 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 I, I, they'd gone and gotten it after they got there and after found out there. that there wasn't any, and they drank and they went, outside. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
That is so, so funny. It didn't bother me, you know, That's that so much. Funny. Right. But they right. knew that. But they knew your standards. Uh-huh. Can I just say And they accepted beautiful? that. I love it so much. So for my listeners um, who don't know this, this is um, an LDS couple, Latter-day Saints. And so there's a word of wisdom thing. You can look it up where we don't drink alcohol. But can I just share with you that my grandmother, who was not LDS, and also had to throw a lot of giant parties because her husband was kind of like the Anderson Cooper of that time. It was like a, a journalist that was well-known. And so she was constantly being asked to do that and in their home. And she set down that law, no alcohol. And she wasn't even a member. I was just so impressed. And she got pushback on it. And she said, nope, I'm not changing my mind. And she never did. And, and her husband felt the same way. Yeah. So isn't that beautiful? Yeah. I love that, that you guys had that standard. And that brings me to another thing. I think both of you have always had very high standards in your lives, which translates to your marriage, doesn't it? You don't have to have arguments about, oh my gosh, you're gambling on the weekends or, oh my goodness, what's going on? It's secretly in some dark corner of your life. Because your standards are so similar, you've had less to argue about. Is that right? I mean, so well, We've had some pretty good arguments during our life. Well, but they're all about yeah, the things that are sort of leave it to beaver compared yeah. to what could Well, our son is, is interesting, too, in this, in this equation. Uh, he was with me a lot, you know, yeah. professionally, and I'd take him along. Yeah. And, I, for example, one time I, there was two young ladies in front of me, and I, I took a look. Yeah, sure. And he got my arm. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Tom told me on his mission, his mission president said, um, if you don't look once, you're not a man. But if you look twice, you're not a missionary. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Good. Or you're not a whatever you want, you know, your standard yeah. for yourself. Yeah. So it's hard not to notice. Well, we've, that, we've, you know, we've, we've had some, we've had some times that, uh, you know, 60 years or so, uh, but it's gone. It's gone pretty well. And since retirement, you've had a lot of time together, oh, man, which has yeah. been great. And we right? we enjoy one another. Yeah, we really genuinely yeah. enjoy one another. Yeah, you do. You do. How would you describe your personalities in relationship to each other? In other words, what is it about him that completes you, and what is it about her that completes you? Who wants to go first? Yeah, first. please go ahead. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a, a kind of difficult for me at first because. Tom was really a couple more years ahead of me in school and went right to university. I was came from a family that my parents had were both eighth grade graduates. Wow. And, and you know, not mm. that kind of education. And I decided I was going to be educated. And so I went right to college from high school and, and did well. Did very but, well. But uh, yeah. it was Her GPA it was more, higher than mine. <laughs> but it was it was difficult for me at first, yeah. and to be hostess to the president of the university later, yeah, yeah. that was a whole new experience in my yeah. life so because yeah. farm family, you yeah. know, I didn't right. come from family that had had parties of any kind, right. saying nothing, <laughs> the booze wow. all over the place. You know, yeah. That was like, definitely eye opening yeah. for yeah. you. Well, so what, what I'm realizing <laughs> from this is that he inspired you to get a greater education, to go further with your education. And just for my listeners, you also got a master's degree, right? After mm-hmm. you completed yeah. college. And in fact, 
beyond a master's degree. Even beyond I did, that. I didn't get yeah. to it. Yeah. How inspiring yeah. is that? How so. inspiring is that? Okay. How does she complete you? And so think about your well, personality uh, and what I, she's done. For I, you. <clears throat> there's a 20, 20 year time here and she, she was a great mom. She yeah. was just a great mom, and she's a great wife. And she committed herself to us until, uh, you know, she, her, she got all of her kids through school and college. Then she went back and got a master's in a, uh, or got a degree, an undergraduate degree and a master's degree. And uh, they, uh, you know, I've probably told you this before. And she taught school for 20 years, and she influenced the whole, got a whole set of young men and women often going for their own education. That's beautiful. And she was she was very good at it. That's beautiful. <laughs> and I would I would uh, if, if I was going on a trip, I did, you know, and when I got up on higher levels of the university, I would be taking trips to Washington D.C. and so forth. And any time I would leave, I would go over to her school that day. And kiss her goodbye. And, and one little guy, I walked in the door and walked over to her. Mrs. Bell, your daddy's here again. <laughs> Somebody's using a good moisturizer. Yeah. <laughs> really but, but 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 she, uh, I when I was vice president, had a big table and we'd meet weekly with all the deans, eleven deans. And I was there. They reported to me. That was engineering, agriculture, letters and science, and so forth. And my first meeting with this August body, I'm at there feeling pretty important. And Roger Corus from chemistry, he introduced me this way. And around there, all of those men had kids in her first grade by demand. I bet. So I was introduced. Now, today we have Tom Bell down here from the president's office. He's Jody Bell's husband. <laughs> That's who I am. <laughs> and I we, it. we've had it. We've I had it. it. We've had an awful lot I love of fun it. in our life. Well, what I've noticed, too, is that you are, you tend to be more of an extrovert. And you, Jody, tend to be more, a little bit more on the introverted side. Is that correct? A little bit? Probably. A little bit. So, what was that? I missed that. Um, you're a little more of an extrovert, and she's more of an introvert. And so I think. Hey, she can be anything. I mean, she, can. she That's is. That's true. Yeah, I've seen. I see her take on people. Oh that yeah, needed she's, taken on. She's a strong I mean, spine. Yeah. No, she's no. You can't. Yeah, just walk all over this no. woman. But she is. She does tend to enjoy maybe a little bit of a quieter life. You're a little more gregarious. But together, that is so beautiful. My parents were like that. My mom yeah. was a little bit on the quieter side a little bit. And my dad was very outgoing and it's, it's kind of a, I mean, there's all kinds of ways to make a marriage yeah. and to make a good marriage yeah. and well, different personalities. But yeah, our, and our four, one. our four children are mm-hmm. a very serious part of our, you know, of your, yeah. if I, we get a little around Terry, if we get, let you know, come on guys. Now yeah. we don't do that. Like little kids. <laughs> <laughs> They're parenting you. <laughs> okay. Let's go to one last area. How has spirituality influenced your marriage tremendously yeah exactly that's the word tremendously because we know we went and knelt over the altar and promised you know the made you know what the promises were and that's very important to us and her dad uh great gentleman very very religious very astute 
scriptures, talks, and so forth. And he kind of guided me. I think it went through his mind, that guy's going to marry my daughter, and I'm going to get a hold of him, <laughs> you know. But it was yeah. in a very, very professional, yeah. uh, light-hearted thing. Gentle way. Uh, and then he was a bishop, and you became a bishop later on. Yeah. So you absorbed a lot of those teachings. In fact, would you credit him with some of your conversion? Did oh, you? yeah. Yeah. No question about it. It's beautiful. <laughs> and one time, I have to draw a picture here. That I never forget. Well, at, on Mutual Night, was it called Mutual then? Uh-huh. I think it's called Young Men's and Young Women's now. It's the youth yeah. activity during the well, week. But yes, it was called Mutual. So here's the, here's the church house here. And then there's a big parking lot down here. And there's a road that came up. So I'm... Mutual's about ready to let out. And I'm waiting to pick her up. Mm-hmm. And he's not been to Mutual because he wasn't a Mutual goer at that time. Right, he's in high school. So here's the line of cars. So um, listeners, he's drawing some uh, car representatives on a piece of paper, and we're sort of expressing visually how many cars were in. Uh, and I, this car was setting back a little bit. I came around and smacked it. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was her, her... It was her dad. Her dad. You hit... Her dad's car. Yeah. And you're trying to impress that family. And it kind of oh, no. yeah, knocked off his... He didn't right. realize it was his car. And somebody said, that's Bishop Cornwall's yeah. car. I, I said, who is that? <laughs> that's, that's Bishop Cornwall. That's really up, funny. And they said, here he comes. That's really funny. <laughs> and he comes down in a very quiet way. He, By the way, he would look like uh, a very, very distinguished mid-gentleman. He really, really so was. a really good man. Yeah. And I smacked mm. that thing and tore the front tire off. Oh, my God. And I immediately, they said, the guys around me said, I, I asked, who's that car? Well, that's Bishop Cornwall, and here he comes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, my, my life's over. <laughs> and he was so... Gracious about it. And I said, oh. I, I'll, I'll take care of this. I'll pick it up and get it in, in the, today. Right. And I did. Right. And uh, then... Uh, but he was very kind. Yeah. yeah. And he... That's beautiful. And he he picked me up. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, himself, I'm sure he said, right. if this if this guy is going to... Old Wild Tom is going to... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Date going my daughter. To, I'm going to make sure he... And he wow. actually Smart. just tutored me into church. Beautiful. Yeah. Kind of led you there, invited you to yeah. learn. And I think it was beautiful. a picture of him in here, isn't there? Oh. So, a couple last questions. One, do you have one, I'm sure you have a million, but one specific memory of him that gives you comfort and kind of go back to sometimes of the moment that you remember of him? Yes. The first time that I had a baby and I saw him, I was still in bed and she fussed uh-huh. in the... This is in, in the crib, uh-huh. and so he, and she was in the, the little uh, crib with wheels on, uh-huh. and he wheeled her out and into a, an outer room. I, I had a study, and, uh, right? And right. there was a rocking mm-hmm. chair in there, and he took the baby out of the crib into his arms, and I walked into the room, and the tears were running down my face because I heard him telling her what they were going to do as she grew up and how he was going to take care of her. And how he and her mommy loved her. And it was such a beautiful thing. 
that I thought, I know right now that he's going to be a wonderful father because he had her in his arms, rocking her back to sleep. And he was telling her all these beautiful stories about how they would go fishing together and how they would do this and that together and how their mommy and daddy loved him, her. And, you know, and so that was that, our oldest that daughter. sold me on my husband <laughs> yeah. right there. You loved him before, but now you know eternity is safe. He's going to be a good daddy. He's going to be a great dad. And he sure And was. he always was. He, he always well, was. And Laverne Cornwall, uh, he took me from there. And uh, in fact... Got you into the church and yeah. baptized and he you. Was, and he was with us in our temple marriage. Yeah. And this is a pretty beautiful he story. He came to yeah. Salt Lake. and a pretty beautiful story. Uh-huh. And when we uh, went up, he was the one sitting there at the altar and took my hand and guided me through the... Through the veil. Veil. And that's very special to you, isn't it? My dad. Your dad. Does that make you... I can tell you're getting a little teary. That's, yeah. That's I got tears in my eyes. It's a really special time. That's Did beautiful. I add, Geneva really liked me? <laughs> we need to know this, listeners. So this is a story that comes up over and over again, that Geneva, who is the mother of Jody, sitting here really liked Tom Bell. And which and yeah. he, his mom and my mom were good friends too. Oh, that's beautiful. That's that that's helps. special. Yeah, that what a loving what yeah. a what a gift. Okay, so I need one moment from you that stands out in your mind. I'm sure there's a zillion too here. I mean, countless moments, but one that stands out that you remember her in that just endeared you to her and that would you go back to sometimes and think about how beautiful that moment was. I'll give you two. Okay. Professionally, when I became president of the University of Idaho, and that meant she was the first lady of the first. And I saw her, I was with a group of people out on the lawn, and I saw her come out of the, my office across the grass, and I, 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 I almost cheered up. The, it was a soft moment, and I, I think of that often. Because Even she was today. so supportive and so well. Oh, yeah. And, and, and she did, a, just did such a beautiful job. That's so beautiful. Okay, you said you had two. So what's, do you have one more? Maybe as a mother, a moment in her mothering or a moment in... Well, if you today or tomorrow, whenever the haze, mm-hmm. you watch the relationship there. With her kids. Uh, it's yeah. an, an unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. They are, you are very close to your, your children. And, and they, they get yeah. a real yeah. kick out of it when she gets after me. Yeah, the grandchildren <laughs> do. Yeah. That's great. So, so that's fun. There's yeah. that banter, that fun. Okay, we're going well, to close. The other thing of this, of this, you know, with Mormon, me, uh, I mean, he was a, a, good, yeah. a, good, a good kid to raise. I know. And a tremendous person professionally and all he did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that that helps helps our relationship to see that happen. That's interesting. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Having yeah. kids that are just barely well, yeah. not barely, but they've been out of the nest for a while. But yeah, I guess I guess that would be true because the opposite is true. If you have a child that's struggling, that's hard on everybody. And if you have a child that's doing well, that just increases the amount yeah. of joy that you have between you. Well, and he was he was good, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember this one. Good for him. He's always a, he's still a straight arrow that way. Total straight arrow. Okay, last question. Give it some thought. Three qualities that you, if you, if you were in a situation where someone had never met your wife, and they said, "Can you please tell us about her? Can you give us three attributes that she has so we can know her better?" And then the same thing. Three attributes about him that would describe him. So three words. Three words. And you can describe those words if you want, but three words that sum up your spouse. Do you want to go? Uh, three words that sum him up. He was very good looking. 
Okay. He was had ambitions that I knew he was working at and was going to achieve because he had that kind of personality. He was ambitious. Yeah. And he was a wonderful husband and father. He was a love wonderful it. father. Yeah, I love that. So you've got I love that. So he had a lot of um, just a lot of goodness that made all that possible. Yeah. Yeah. And you recognize that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting while you're still thinking, um, when I met your son, I remember thinking Okay, so this is, sorry, listeners, this is a little bit of LDS doctrine, but um, if you're not familiar with, with the spirituality or non-Christian spirituality, you can skip this part. But I, I knew that the doctrine was you can't go to the celestial kingdom, the highest degree of heaven, without a spouse. That's the doctrine. But I remember when I met your son, I thought, boy, if anybody could, could bend that rule, if anybody could sneak in alone, it would be him. Because I felt like he had a solid spine of like a steel spine of integrity. Like that guy was going to be loyal. All the boy scout things, you know, thrifty for true. Um, he, he was just solid goodness all the way down. Like when you buy a milk chocolate bunny and then you break off the head and it's hollow. That's not my husband. So you break it off. He's still chocolate. <laughs> like he's, he's consistent all the way down. And that spine of integrity was what I was the most drawn to in your son. And I think a lot of that comes from not only your examples, but as we've talked about family history, your parents' examples and on back. Yeah. There's just been so much solid goodness all the way through the generations. And I know not everybody gets that. And there can be people that have horrible situations, maybe some of our listeners right now, but you can break that chain. I'm sure somewhere along the way in, in your past, there was someone who... Maybe it was the dirty, rotten scoundrel, but they broke the chain and then created a new line of descendancy that was based on integrity and goodness. And I am a beneficiary of that. So I'm super grateful for that. Okay. Let's go back to you. So three attributes or qualities that she has that would sum her up. Let me, let me, let me talk to Tom. Sure. Talk to Tom first. Uh, we had eight priests great kids and he was the leader mm -hmm. and uh, we would go down to conference every conference session and to get in line before the people the, the young guys and it was it was competition and we'd get there two hours before to get in line yeah. in a rain snowstorm yes and <laughs> Jamie Ham, I remember, were there in that, and he, Jamie was not active. Right. We, we got him right. into this thing. Right. And Jamie said, "Bishop, will you tell me again why, you, <laughs> me why we're why we're supposed to stand here in a rainstorm, a snowstorm? Would you tell me about that?" <laughs> okay, so we so sat on the front line. Yeah, front yeah. And yeah, we were on the front line and, yeah. and the general authorities would come in, come right. down and shake hands with Right, them. right. So if you listeners, if you're feeling like Jamie Ham and you're wondering why anyone would take make all that effort in a rain or a snowstorm to go to general conference, you can look up LDS General Conference online. Okay, so back to the question though, because we're gonna close this podcast. Tell me about three attributes that sum up your wife. Three qualities. My wife? Yeah. Is she smart, funny? Bright, you know, nurturing, whatever you want to say. She has been my counselor. Your counselor. From yeah. any position I've been in. I, I could that. go to her and discuss 
issues and people and so forth. And she's a very bright, deep-thinking individual. I Number agree. One. Number two, I love her with all of my being. And we have, a all from our life, we've had a tremendous relationship, physically and otherwise. Uh, cool, I said that on the front end, didn't I? <laughs> anyway. Great uh, mom, great mom. Yeah, and a lot of fun. Would that be one we could throw in? Because you've had yeah. so much fun with her. Yeah, a lot of banter, a lot of flirting. Well, yeah. So determined and persevering. Yeah. Let's add those. And right. uh, the... Uh, I 100% believe that. I remember being in your classroom. I don't know if you remember this, but when I first married your son, mm -hmm. you had me come and I watched and it was magic. You both had that magic gift with kids. Yeah. And I could talk to you guys for three more hours about this. But to our listeners, I would say um, thank you for joining us on Moms Meet World. Uh, we love you all. Thank you for being part of this podcast and um, have a great week. Bye.